Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Stubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> and now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J Man. Wow. Hola, and welcome to another great episode of IWS Radio, where we work so hard to give you a great show. I am the J-Man, coming to you live from a Redneckville, Arkansas dive. But that doesn't describe the show in the least, because sitting a few hundred miles to my north-northeast, a man who always leaves us in stitches. That's right, it's the Matman, bitches. Passionate about the sun. Take a listen. The sun is hot. Hot, hot, hot. The sun is yellow. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Well, not exactly yellow. Cheers! Greetings! And welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you live from the poetic digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. How the hell are you, J-Man? Well, I'm glad you asked, Matt. Let oh, me boy. tell you. Oh, boy. I woke up this oh. morning. <laughs> woke up 8 o'clock or so, you know, naturally. No alarm. And then I kind of, <laughs> you know, that kind of that little state where you're in between sleep and awake for about 30 minutes or so. Right. You know, I love that that little area right there that we're in sometimes. Sure. Anyway, and I get up, I get up about 8.30, and I do my morning stuff, you know, and I'm, you know, nice leisurely morning. I have my breakfast. I turn on a little uh, Barclays English Premier League action. <laughs> oh Leicester City, and West Ham uh-huh. United, Leicester City down a man, but they drew even in extended time. Oh, and everything's going great. And at about 9.30, I think, hey, wait, it's Sunday, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. I was thinking it was Saturday for some reason when I woke up. Yeah, well, that makes that makes perfect sense now because it was creeping up to 10.45, 11 o'clock, and I hadn't seen hide nor hair of one J-Man on Twitter and or Facebook. Right. I thought maybe old Comcast let you down again. Oh yeah, Cox Cable. No. Cox. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was just you know about nine thirty. I realized that it was an hour and a half till showtime, folks. 
So I hopped Dude. in the shower because I want to be clean and fresh for the show. Sure. Yeah. I had a pre-show shower myself, and it oh, took. Excellent. Very refreshing. Very refreshing. <laughs> yeah, so it feels great to get out of the shower. So, anyway. All right. So you're chat back on track now. Friend. Yeah, yeah. A little chat with a friendly lady on Facebook for a few minutes this morning, but told her I was hopping into the shower. Didn't hear from her again. She's probably <laughs> imagining me showering all yeah, soapy. She had, she had to go to her <laughs> private place after she heard that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. So how the hell was so how are you? Oh. Well, I was asking how you're doing, Matt. No, I'm fine. You have, uh, you know, you're important here too. You matter too. (laughs) Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Evidently, Jay, man, around five or six o'clock this morning, I got up to take a leak. And stuck my head into the bedroom door to tell Schmoop I thought it was Monday. I don't know what day it is. I think I missed the show. And then I went back, <laughs> then I went back to bed. <laughs> so we kind of had a similar uh-huh. morning. <laughs> kind of a similar, uh, yeah, a little or discombobulated this morning. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here. We're here anyway. Ready to entertain yeah. the masses? Sure. Ready to uh, spit some rhymes or bust some rhymes or whatever the kids yeah. call it. Iambic some pentameters. Sure. <clears throat> so. so how was your week? Anything exciting or wacky or dangerous happened? I was almost killed this week, Matt. I had oh a near-death experience. Get out yeah. of here. Well, at a minimum, at a minimum, I was almost uh, permanently injured. Oh, boy. I was uh, I was at Walmart, and I was uh, there in the uh, allergy and cold medication <laughs> area there, over there near the pharmacy. Yeah. And there's the a little old man. <laughs> and there's a little old man and he's in one of those little carts because he doesn't get around so good, you know. Yeah. And he's sitting there and he's in the cart and he's got it parallel to the to the racks there and he's leaning over and he's holding boxes up to his nose so he can read <laughs> what it is. Uh-huh. And uh he puts a box back up there on the rack in the wrong spot, by the way. God, oh my goodness! <laughs> anyway, puts the box back up, and he then, without warning, backs up. And if it were not for my ninja-like reflexes, he would have flattened me right there on the oh floor. Oh my of goodness! God, very dangerous. And I only—he didn't even see me. He didn't even after I jumped out of the way. He didn't, still didn't see me. Oh boy. And then he moved forward a little bit again. And yes. I moved back to my spot. 
And all of a sudden, he backed up again because he saw something <laughs> in the corner of his eye, something blurry. Yeah. He thought might be what he was looking for. This time he did see me, but he didn't say, you know, oh, sorry or anything like that. He just. Really? He just said, if they keep raising the price of this stuff anymore, I'm just going to have to suffer. <laughs> so I guess it's all about him, not your well-being. Yeah, yeah exactly. I said, speaking of suffering, you almost ran me over. I didn't say that. Uh-huh. Oh, he saw you the entire up. time, Jay, man. He just didn't care. <laughs> uh-huh. Very unfortunate. Yeah. So, anyway, close call. Close call. Well, I'm sure on behalf of the live... Oh, I know. I'm sure on behalf of the live studio audience and um, our vast and diverse worldwide audience, I'm glad you're all right. Well, thank you. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Although it would have been fun to do the show from a hospital bed. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say that. This has to stop. Yeah, you'd be there on the hospital bed, you know, you could hear the little machine in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> little Ariel Sharon music going on. Yeah, right. Interview the the friendly and sweet, beautiful, caring, compassionate <laughs> nurses as they come yeah. in to make sure I have enough water. Yeah. Check my blood pressure. Or hear them say, or hear them say, Jason. Are you ready for your one o'clock seating? Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, <baby>. I am. <laughs> How about a little sponge bath this morning? <laughs> Whips off the gown. Let's do it. <laughs> That'd be quality entertainment at a fair price right there, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, since you're in the hospital, not a fair price, but uh, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Instead of that machine beeping, you could just hear a register going ching, ching. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like your four dollar ibuprofen? Oh yes, please. Uh huh. <laughs> Would you not? Would you like another seven dollar jug of water? Sure, why not? Would you like to turn on the air conditioning? Just put $4 in the slot there. All for us, please. (laughs) (laughs) And my roommate would probably be the old man who almost ran me over at Walmart. Probably so. Lying there bitching about the government full time. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Of course, he'd have <laughs> lots of visitors. Oh, yeah, he would. <clears throat> People coming in to check on him. There's poor old Jay, man. Mm-hmm. All lonely. Very. Yep. Yeah, it's the only one that probably come visit me be the crazy computer lady. Get out. Start playing Get with 
all the dials and the buttons on your life-saving machines. <laughs> Trying to listen to the Arkansas baseball game. Where the hell is 96.1 on this? <laughs> you should be out of here already. These settings aren't right. Let me fix them. Oh, boy. Get up. Your leg doesn't look that bad. <laughs> What if your foot is pointing in a different direction than the knee? It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. Well, well, I'm glad you I'm glad you muddled through and dodged the bullets, man. I did. I'm all right. Physically. Physically I'm all right. Emotionally I'm still, you know, suffering. Got a little PTSD, do you? Yeah, a little bit. So how are you? How was uh, how was your week? Anything uh, spectacular hey, well, happened? How's your new schedule started off? Uh, it started off. Yeah. yeah. Had to work yesterday. Oh, but only uh, what was it? What hours? Four to nine. I had to work four to nine, and when I got there at four, J-Man at the beer mine, conveniently located at the corner of Elmore and Burnett Road here in Bagwine, Ohio. You know who was working there? Um, no, who? This woman. This is Beer Mine Beth for IWS Radio, telling you to make sure you wave when you go past the beer mine, because chances are, that man will be working there whenever you do. Have a good one. How about that? Beer Mine Beth, yeah. hanging out. It's a beer yeah, mine. hanging out, working at the beer mine on Saturdays, 11 to 4. <sighs> well, that's great. You get to just, you know, spend your entire Saturday bummed about the fact that you have to go in late at 4 o'clock. <laughs> you know, I actually didn't mind it too much, but oh my God. Friday and Saturday, it was crazy because the weather broke here in Bagwine. The weather broke. No, no. The sunny, no clouds in the sky, middle 70s. If every day from here on out was like Friday and Saturday, the old beer mine would be grossing Oh, well over eight hundred thousand dollars this year. Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> Steady stream of stupid, was it? <laughs> oh my God, yes. And then old Maddie boy, Maddie made a mistake about forty minutes in yesterday, J Man. Oh. I had the drawer open because I was going to put some quarters in there. Then a guy that I like came up and got a couple packs of smokes, rung it up, 1345. Then we started talking about the weather. I wish people wouldn't uh-huh. talk to me because that's when I get distracted and make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so he gave me a 20. I went back in. I saw 1345 on the register. The drawer's open. So that's the change I gave him when it that was actually – the total of his purchase. Oh, oh, oh. oh. there's about six bucks out of your pocket. <laughs> yeah, six ninety to be exact. <laughs> six ninety out of your own pocket. Yep. 
Unfortunately, I caught that mistake about 30 seconds too late. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well. Well, maybe next time he's in, you can, you know, pay you back. Next time he comes in, Uh, he's going to pay you back. (laughs) No, that's happened to me once before, and I don't ask him to because it was my mistake. I don't even bring it up. I would. I would have done it for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was my fault. I'm glad I caught it because, God forbid... When Mikey counts the bag Monday, that the drawer's off almost $7. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Of course, I could have kept oh, my mouth didn't... shut. What's that? I said you didn't uh, go ahead and take six ninety and put it in there. And... Oh, I so did. So Mikey would never know? No. Oh, no, but he called me. Uh, we talked to each other for a different reason, and I told him about it. <laughs> oh. Ah, see, yeah. See, if I hadn't said anything... I could have kept my own right. 690, and he would have blamed Beer Mine Beth. Oh, well, uh, you don't want to do that to her. Exactly. Or anyone. No. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Just making sure. <laughs> ah, well, but, that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were busier than hell Friday and Saturday. Good Lord. That cooler is almost empty. But I did have a highlight this week, J-Man. And mm-hmm. we do have the live studio audience here, and I probably shouldn't share this to our um, friends and guests in the chat room, but You're going to. I, got some, <laughs> I got some pussy at the beer mine this week, Jay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Every man's yeah. dream. Every man's dream. Man's dream. Work. That's right. Yeah. The last eight or nine years, I was hoping someday I could write a letter to Pinnell saying, I never thought this <laughs> would happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and before all the shocked audience goes away, the pussy I'm talking about is an energy drink called yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it was nasty. Oh God, it was terrible, pussy. It was awful. Yeah. The worst you've ever had? Oh yeah. Oh okay. <laughs> smelled, smelled bad. Tasted bad. It was. It had a weird texture to it. <laughs> it did. God. And when I um, when I popped the tab on it, it was like it yelled at me, Jay Man. It yelled at me. <laughs> yeah, well, that's unfortunate. It said, "Drink me, drink me, drink me." Yeah. So yeah, well, that's an argument talk. against uh, against people's fantasies coming true. They never yeah. live up to uh, the hype. So I took a drink, big drink of the pussy and swallowed it around in my mouth and kind of gargled it. and Savored yeah. it for a moment? Yeah, savored it. Didn't do anything. No, it was just bad. No moaning, no screaming. <laughs> well. Now, 
well, I kind of, I didn't moan. Well, it was kind of a moan. I went, <laughs> God, this is awful. Yeah. Then, out of courtesy, I finished the pussy off and threw it in the trash can. Because so. <laughs> you don't want to waste any pussy, even if it's bad pussy. No, you don't want to waste any pussy. <laughs> So I gave it its due diligence and then I sent it on its yeah, way. Never turn down pussy, never waste pussy. <laughs> and seriously, folks, we're not being disgusting and or childish. Well, okay, maybe childish, but <laughs> pussy is an energy drink. It's a British energy drink, and I know why I don't like it, J-Man. Even though it's a British company, <laughs> it's manufactured and produced in the oh, Netherlands. In the oh. Netherlands. Uh-huh. And probably from that one chick we hate. It probably is exactly the way Logan Knight would taste. That's right. <laughs> Thank you. I knew you would remember her name because I couldn't. There's only one Dutch person we like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would... uh. She probably that probably tastes just as bad as she would. Mm-hmm. Feeling just as dirty and self as much self loathing as she would when you're done. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> as I told you on Facebook, it, uh, that pussy left me left me uh, feeling empty yet full of regret, <laughs> just like Logan Knight. <laughs> That's like Logan Knight. That's right. So that was the highlight of my week, even though it didn't work out well. That was always fun to try new pussy, J-Man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Especially when you've been married as long as you have. Exactly. <laughs> we celebrated our seventh month anniversary this week, J-Man. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, seven, seven big ones. Yeah. Then you got the seven month itch when you saw some pussy at the beer It may have been that day. I'd have to go back and look. Man. Okay. <laughs> well, we have a chat room going, but not a whole lot happening in it this week. No, no. Kind of late, got, night, uh, dude, but but sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh let's just uh, check out the chat room. What do you say, Matt? Sure. Who is in the IWS chat room? Brought to you by <laughs> Heavenly Senses. We invite you to discover our line of home fragrances from around the world. Fill your home with our unique and delightful aromas. And make your home a heavenly palace. Visit heavenly-senses.com today. Yeah, brought to you as always by Heavenly Senses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> hey, hey. Hey, hey. So, uh, in the chat room, we do have a number of guests hanging out with us. Yes, we do. And you know those guests. Up. Yeah, we're we're very happy they're here. But you know those guests, 
there's a way that they could participate in the chat room and kind of, you know, get things going in there a little bit more. Get out of here. How the hell could there they do is? that? There it is. All they have to do is go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It's free, fast, and easy, just like your host. Yeah. And you can even sign in through your Twitter or Facebook account, or so I'm told. Yes, just as I do. That's right. But uh, we have some people missing this week from the chat room. Hurtful. Sure. Sad. We miss them. We miss them. We wish they were here. Oh, we do. Yep. The, uh, our friend Bumwine, Bob, is still on hiatus. And uh, that still got me messed up on Sunday mornings. That's probably why I, I thought it was Saturday, because there, there was no Bumwine Bob coming up. I told Schmoop the same thing. And then I said, well, I knew he was on hiatus. I didn't know he was on hiatus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, you know. I mean, when he said hiatus, I thought, ah, one week I can handle it. But no, he's uh, he's on real hiatus. Probably because his wife was upset about him going to Atlantic City and said, oh, you're on hiatus, buddy. <laughs> Probably so. <laughs> she put his ass on hiatus. And, he, and if that's the case, We'll, we'll show him a little man love anyway. B U M W I N E B O B C A T Meow. Go to Atlantic City. I don't care, but you're taking the next six weeks off of that damn show. <laughs> you can't have both. You can't have Atlantic That's City right. and the show. <clears throat> Also in the chat room, hanging out with uh-huh. us again this week is senior domestic correspondent, Mr. Bobby Kraft is here. Uh-huh. Good to see you. You're going to hear from Bobby here in a little bit. Sure. Probably. Uh-huh. And uh, still, no, still no intro music, Bobby. Still no. Sorry. I, I, I know I told you I'd work on that, but... <clears throat> We'll see. We'll see what happens. We are taking next week off, so maybe during that time, maybe a little extra time to work on that or something. Well, and and I'm glad you raised that point, J-Man, because our friends over at at Eye Level Podcast on BTR Mondays 6 to 8, um, mm-hmm. I said I would do an intro for them, and... Doc Savage sent me a piece of audio that he said I could use, and I thought maybe it'd be a little longer to, you know, to incorporate into the intro. Here's what he sent me. Ladies and gentlemen, Doc Savage. What's up, Doc? (laughs) Here's the At at Eye Level podcast, Monday, 6 to 7 on the BTR network. Shout out Uh, to the guys at the Big Papa Network. All right. Yeah. Well, also in the chat room is uh, our senior foreign correspondent who uh, has probably done some pretty nasty things with Logan Knight, now that I think about it. I bet he's met her. Our good old friend, the guy on your deck, is here. Jai, Matt, man. Guy on your deck here, coming to you live 
from the RWS Radio chat room. And now I'm tossing it back to you guys in the studio. Believe it or not, J-Man, God mm-hmm. does have some standards. And he would never... No. He would never hang out with someone who trashed the lovely and talented Cameron Ramon. Uh, well, I would hope not, because we'd have to fire him if he did. Oh, my God. Oh, that was pretty good, Jay. You almost made me cough on that one. Of course, it was a... According to Jamie Maple Leaf, that was a cute Pepsi burp, so, okay. Yeah, cute Pepsi all right. burp. <laughs> yeah. Not a disgusting beer burp. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, and I have got to take over on this one just right now because Go someone right ahead. Go right ahead. just busted down the chat room doors and sauntered in. Ladies, cross your legs, and men... Don't look at him straight in the eyes. Hello, my name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. Oh, yeah. The Fergmeister is here. Yes. And I'll tell you what, you'll be hearing from a couple of his cousins later, probably. Oh, great. Yeah, we got Tammy Tibbles and Timmy Tibbles coming up. Oh, Timmy. Yeah, first first cousins to the Fergmeister. Yeah. Yeah. Good to have Jesse on board. A little scary, but still good. (laughs) He's a little unpredictable, but we're glad he's here. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to get concerned until his eyes start spinning counterclockwise. (laughs) (laughs) Also in the chat room, minding her own business and not bothering anybody as always, just enjoying the show. Our good friend Sue CM is here. Yeah, who's always quiet during the show, just not during show prep. Oh, Sue. And, of course, in the chat room, last but absolutely not least. Never. Number 11 on your scorecard, number one in your heart, our Canadian Bureau Chief, Miss Jamie Maple Leaf. And J-Man, as I said earlier, number 13 on my scorecard. Take it away (laughs) in the hammer. Uh-huh. 
Somehow yeah, good old BPR, we have a different number of guests in the chat room, even though we're in the <laughs> same studio. <laughs> and co-hosting the same show. Well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect uh, BTR sense. Yeah. Where's Benny Hanna? Yes. All right, then. All right. Well, that's, that's a pretty fun-looking chat room. Now that oh, Jackie's yeah. here. Yeah, oh, yeah. He'll pick up a little bit. Show up. <clears throat> I was confident he would. I, I have faith in Jesse. I believe in yeah. him. So, all right. I go, I go to his Facebook page every night before I go to bed just to look at him. And then I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. All right. Speaking of Facebook. So. Speaking of Facebook. Uh-oh. I got to give a what? shout out. I got to give a shout out to somebody. Who uh, had a pretty hilarious, pretty hilarious little comment on Facebook this week. Really? Well, you remember I took a picture of that little, of a, of a book called uh, Simple Grace. It was mm-hmm. sitting right there on the aisle while I was waiting to check out Walmart. And it said it had a picture of uh, a very handsome blue-eyed Jesus on the cover, yeah, <laughs> with long flowing hair, and uh, <laughs> and a scruffy beard. And it said, "Jesus is looking for you," <laughs> which of course you know made me look over my shoulder. I started getting a little nervous. Yeah, sure. <laughs> And I posted a picture of that on Facebook, and uh, my friend and yours, the uh, ever lovely and sexy Miss Linda Medrano, commented, uh-huh. "How you doing, huh, Linda?" Oh yeah. She told me to hide, and I, because I'm clever, said, "I'll never let him take me alive." That's pretty good. And uh huh. But then Linda one-upped me with, that's the spirit. See what she did there? Yeah, I see what spirit? she did there. <laughs> hey, <hey-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out ah. to Linda for giving me, giving me a little chuckle. <laughs> Even a guffaw. <laughs> yeah. And a little something else, too, probably. And a little something else, huh? Baby? Oh, that's right. yeah. That's one good-looking <laughs> woman right there. You know it. And sassy? Oh, yeah, she's sassy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, that's the witty banter portion of our show, I believe. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Who was it brought to us by this week, J-Man? Well, I'm glad you asked. I've just been uh, my uh, assistant, uh, Misty, just asked, handed me uh, <laughs> this coffee here. We say in the business, uh, cop- this coffee. <laughs> this week's witty banter portion of the show is brought to you by the superdelegates. Don't <laughs> you love them, man? Oh, yeah. You think that? You think Hillary has the Democratic nomination wrapped up if she wins New York? 
think again, people. If she doesn't get 2382 on pledge delegates alone, she's going to need some help. And the superdelegates' help is never free. That's right. <laughs> what? If Bernie wins New York and then maybe Pennsylvania and California, he's got all the momentum and he can claim he's the strongest candidate in the fall? Not so fast, my friend. The superdelegates <laughs> are still there. That's right. You know, while you've been standing in line for hours and you got your cute little I voted sticker and you pretend that you're the voting for someone and you're going to decide who the nominee is, uh-huh. donating $27 to your favorite candidate, uh-huh. sharing candidates' posts on Facebook or whatever. The superdelegates have been sitting in their luxurious estates laughing about the fact that they decide who the nominee is, not you, the voter. <laughs> what if Hillary's indicted? Nobody in Bernie's way, right? Well, the superdelegates are. <laughs> Maybe the superdelegates would prefer a President Biden or a President Elizabeth Warren. Who knows? They'll let us know at the convention who they decided on <laughs> and who you will vote for. Yeah, that's right. So. There we go. There's the superdelegates. Yeah, the good old superdelegates sitting back going, oh, look at those voters out there. Bless their heart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you stood in line for five hours in Phoenix. Was it hot? Aw, poor baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you going to stand for three hours and some... South Bronx shithole to vote? Huh? Well, too bad. <laughs> I've already cast my vote, and I admit. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, maybe I'll change I'll my th- vote at the last second just to fuck with people. <laughs> <laughs> I can be bought. <laughs> yes, they can. <laughs> All right, then. All right, then. We're celebrating Poetry Month. Yes, today we on are. IWS Radio, because poetry matters, because it's good for the soul. It is. It, it is, is good for the soul. I'm not very good at it, and I'm not, I don't uh, understand a lot of poetry, but uh, I like it, I think. I don't know. You're pretty, <laughs> you're pretty much a wordsmith, J-Man. Oh, well, I am. Well, that that show intro, you know, that was pretty clever. That was. <laughs> it rhymed. It did rhyme. <laughs> and I'll tell but, you, you know, what, I Jamie. found out, but I oh. keep being told oh. that poetry doesn't have to rhyme, which I find fascinating. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll have some good examples of that coming up. But I'll tell you what, J-Man, to pivot to a topical sense, you mentioned politics with the superdelegates, and you mentioned Linda Madrano, and you said, see what she did there. (laughs) Both Mm -hmm. of those fit in to our next guest, one Senator John McCain who has a poem for all of us. Yes. Hi, friends. Senator John McCain here, and I want to wish you all a happy National Poetry Month, even though 
it is mainly targeted at liberal, hippie, and elitist types that think that words that are rhyming go better with marijuana. <laughs> See what I did there? Anyway, as the spring break season wanes, I want to give a shout-out to Mapman, who wrote the following poem way back in 1983 in honor of all of you spring breakers who are truly American and head to the mountains instead of the beach for spring break. Here's a poem by Batman titled The Final Spring Break. The car went down the mountain pass. Down the road it sped. The car went over the mountain pass. Everyone was dead. <laughs> I like that Mapman can rhyme and make light of a bad situation. Anyway, happy poetry month from Cindy and I. And let's put the screws to both Donald Trump and Ted Cruz. <laughs> See what I did there? I poeted. <laughs> this is Senator John McCain, and I listen to Jay and Matt every Sunday on Blog Talk Radio. But I never listen to IWS Radio, and I hope you do both and neither as well. <laughs> yeah, good old Senator McCain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's looking good in his re-election bed too. He's uh, he's currently tied with some woman that nobody's ever heard of, and a lot of people <laughs> didn't even know was in the race. <laughs> well, I knew about her, Jay Man, because she's been on like Sean Hannity every day. Sean oh, Hannity okay. loves her. Of course, he loves all the women. I'm not making uh-huh. any accusations. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But you know what? I'll give him credit for, you know, for liking a, a diverse group of women, all kinds of different women, instead of, mm-hmm. you know, focusing on just one kind of woman like, I don't know, like Drew Peacock does. <laughs> you know, you'd think Drew would be all about, you know, uh, <clears throat> variety and diversity yeah. and all that. But, uh, you but know, he, he turned in a poll this week. <laughs> nope. He's got a pretty oh specific goodness. type, and uh, surprisingly <laughs> enough, surprisingly enough, he's into Asian girls. Matt, can you believe that? Oh, really? I, know. I, know. I just snorted again. <laughs> well, you know what that means. Uh, shut up. You know what they say about people who snort? Well, oh God, what? They're hot in bed. Uh-huh. There you go. Uh-huh. Speaking of Drew Peacock, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> So here's uh, Drew Peacock with his uh, with his poem about his favorite Excellent. girls. Excellent. Ah, oh, yeah. Oh, to Asian Girl by Drew Peacock. Oh, you sweet little Asian girls. How I love you. Oh, I would love to give you a 
world as my desire for you grows. You're so damn cute and sweet and a constant good cheer. Oh, you're a tasty little treat. With me, you have nothing to fear. Your hair is so black and shiny. Your mind is sharp and quick. I love you, little hiney. Oh, I'm your big soft lick. You make all my dreams come true. I love that I make you giggle. Every day you make me go, ooh. And you sure know how to wiggle. You're the sweetest little cuddle bunny. So damn cute it makes me want to cry. Always happy and sunny. You make me want to be a better guy. You're so sexy and petite. So beautiful and exotic. You even have cute little feet. And unlike white girls, you're not neurotic. My sweet little Asian hottie. The fun we can have all night long. You're the muse of all the little body. Damn, you look good in a thong. Come on over to my place and hang out all night with me. Oh, I can't stop staring at your face. Oh, yeah, baby. I am going to listen to IWS Radio and Dream of Jay and Matt all night long. Uh-huh. You know, if Drew were to post that on his Facebook page later today, he would have all of the women in the Philippines and Southeast Asia friending him. It's entirely possible that he would, but he'd have to make that. He'd have to turn that into a YouTube video, and I don't know if yeah. he's really willing to put out that effort. Yeah, that's a lot of work. <laughs> God. <laughs> now, although I'm sure he has a nice collection of of uh, pictures of Asian girls to make quite a video out of that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, well, and again, Drew bad. Drew is another person that didn't realize that poems don't have to rhyme, but at least he did realize that every other line could rhyme instead of, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I noticed that. <laughs> he was showing off a little bit there. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, J-Man, one of our other correspondents, mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Foreign correspondent guy on your dick he's not so much into well he's into poetry but the one form that some people don't get but eh, it's kind of good he's into haiku guy on your dick is into haiku all right then yeah and it doesn't have to rhyme but we have a new segment now jay man whether we do a poetry Uh show or not we have a new segment so Let's take a listen. Guy on your dick, take it away. It's time for Guy on your dick with another installment of Guy Coo. Guy on your dick, 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 Guy on your dick,
Jai Mat Man Guy here, coming to you from Beijing. Hope the show goes well. This has been Guy on Your Dick with another <laughs> installment of Guy Cool. <laughs> Did you just go to YouTube and go, or did Guy go to YouTube and just type in really weird noise? (laughs) Find that? God. Hold on. (laughs) No, he typed in Chinese gong. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's in Beijing. I get it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, then. Well done, guys. Thank can't... you for the... Oh, guy, guy... The guy, <laughs> Guy sent me that at about, oh, I don't know, 1041 this morning. Oh. Yeah. Knock cool. that in right under the wire. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. You know, haiku is another one I've always struggled with. It should be simple, right? Uh-huh. What do you got? Is it it's five, three, and five, or seven, five, and seven? Five, seven, five. In fact, J-Man, five, seven, five. it's, it's five, other, seven, five. Other, is that the only? No, there's another one you can do, too, right? No, there's some different versions, but the most common yeah. one is five, seven, five. And I came up with this idea after, you know, Guy sent me that audio. You and I should uh-huh. do a haiku show, and all of our remarks and responses should be in 17 syllables. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome and very difficult to do because sometimes, you know, counting syllables can be complicated. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just like when we did the third-person show. That was Right. Kind of yeah, Jay struggled. Jay struggled with the third person show after a while. Oh, my God. <sighs> you know, I'm going to retire right now after that haiku. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is even though he said it's a, it's a gaiku and you know a haiku is coming, it, when he was done, it was like, wait, what? <laughs> Okay. Focus, focus. I'm better now. I'm good. Ah. I wish you could have seen the shaking of the head of the live studio audience when I played that (laughs) for her prior to the show. I got an eye roll and the hands in the face and the shaking the head. Good. Oh, boy. And we have some breaking news, Matt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. New York Democratic primary. Gravis marketing. Poll. Clinton 53. Sanders 47. Whoa, 
getting tighter. Six-point race all of a sudden. Oh, boy. I mean, sure, there's a margin of error of 6.9, but. <laughs> Jesus, climbing. That's a big margin of error. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I was joking about that. I don't know what the margin of error is. Huh. That's a six-point race right there. Two other poles headed 10 and 11 this morning. Yeah. They got six. Oh, boy. I don't know what that means, but there we go. <laughs> well, we'll find out Tuesday. That's a funny thing. Thank God. We don't really need, we don't really need polls. Can't we just find out Tuesday who wins? We probably can. Will they be honest? People will go vote, then the numbers will come uh-huh. in, and we'll find out who right. won. Right, and, I and of course crazy. I can't. My uh, my favorite part of Tuesday is going to be when a registered uh, a hipster, who's a registered independent, tries to vote for Bernie and told he can't because he's not a Democrat, and he then screams, "It's fixed! This is an outrage! I've been disenfranchised." <laughs> Yeah, oh my God, don't mention the word disenfranchised, J-Man. <laughs> the live studio audience doesn't like that word. Why not? I don't word. know, she just it's hates that word along with extrude. Uh, well, man, that's, that one is understandable. <laughs> and moist. Which all this fits because we're talking about poetry and well, we need words. It's all about poetry. We need words. We need words with deep meaning and you know stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny, deep meaning and stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but you know poetry can be uh, really really deep, and sometimes it can just be uh, humorous. You know, a funny little poem. Sure. Dixie Ozark found a funny little poem that she decided to uh, share with us. Really? Excellent. Yeah, it's a poem. It's a poem called My Medication by Anonymous. Nobody knows who wrote it. Really? Which makes it mysterious, which rhymes with anonymous, kind of. Sort of. (laughs) Take it away, Dixie. My Medication by Anonymous. A row of bottles on my shelf caused me to analyze myself. One yellow pill I have to pop goes to my heart so it won't stop. A little white one that I take goes to my hands so they won't shake. The blue ones that I use a lot tell me I'm happy when I'm not. The purple pill goes to my brain and tells me that I have no pain. The capsules tell me not to wheeze or cough or choke or even sneeze. The red ones, smallest of them all, Go to my blood so I won't fall. The orange ones, very big and bright, prevent my leg cramps in the night. Such an array of brilliant pills, helping to cure all kinds of ills. But what I'd really like to know is what tells each one where to go. (laughs) Uh Pretty good. I like that. Yeah. And that's kind of a deep question there at the end. Of a yeah. Humorous little pole. Yeah, just like aspirin. You know, aspirin can, right. you know, re- relieve a headache or a backache or a kneeache or. How does it know? How does it know which part hurts? Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if anybody happens to know the answer to that question, they can uh, call us up on the uh, on the rhyme line. See what I did there? On the rhyme line, on the IWS Poetry Rhyme Line at 661-244-9852. And we're, uh, we're closing in on the top of the hour. We are closing in. Would you like to? Why don't we? Yeah, let's do it. We seem to have a role right. in the activity here. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the IWS Radio. We're songs of the week. The music is atrocious. The lyrics are weak. Time for Jay and Matt's picks for worst song for the week. Hey! 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 Right. Well, J-Man, I believe I started off first last week. Okay. Well, then uh, I'll get this uh, this segment off to uh, an exciting toe-tapping start. Okay. With, uh, with a song that is not only awful, but it's full of rhymes. <laughs> and not only is it an awful song full of rhymes, it's by an awful, awful duo called Oasis. And the song oh, is She's Electric. Make it end. Make it end. <laughs> there we go. Lots of rhyming yeah. in there, though. Oh, My yeah. Sister, I don't know how I missed her on her hand. She's got a blister. There blister, you go. yeah. I never <laughs> understood that Oasis craze. I didn't either. <laughs> oh, and we got a backlash from the live studio audience on that. So oh, good really? job. Well done, J-Man, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so the live studio audience uh, enjoys a little Oasis music every once in a while? Likes a little Oasis, evidently. Wow. Put her camels to sleep, baby. <laughs> All right, then. Oh, boy. Well, I got one for you, J-Man. I've used part of this for a bumper once. But it's really a horrible song. And, um, <laughs> so I'm going to use it this week as one of my worst songs of the week. It hit number five back in 1974. Ooh. The late, great 
Phoebe Snow. I'm sure she's a nice person anyway, even though she did that song. Oh, sure. (laughs) Well, Matt, if you want rhymes in music, you go to hip-hop, right? (laughs) Of course you do. Of course you do. And if you're going to go to hip-hop, then obviously you're going to listen to Fergalicious by Fergie. Everybody right. loves Fergie, right? I'm oh, sure yeah. Heck, yeah. Big fan. Mm-hmm. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. The beat that I'm banging is delicious. Fergalicious definition, make them boys go loco. They want my treasures, so they get their pleasures from my boat. So you can see me, you can't squeeze me. I ain't easy, I ain't sleazy. I got reasons why I tease them boys. But I ain't promiscuous And if you were suspicious All that shit is fictitious I blow kisses That puts them boys on rock rock And they be lining down the block Just to watch what I got So come up to her caller Stacy and then to prove it some dude goes hey Stacy <laughs> well I have to listen to that part in archives Jay man I had an emergency had to tell oh, you hey. <laughs> well yeah well, I I, uh, I recommend listening to the entire song oh you know I will I know 
I know you. In the meantime, J Man. <laughs> from 1960. Ooh. Here's a song about poetry. And it hit number two in the U.S. and number one in the U.K. By one, Johnny Tillerson. And then after that, I got a little something to say about that. When I see my baby, what do I see? Johnny Tillerson. Yeah. Yeah. The late great. No. Johnny Tillerson. Hold on, Jay, man. Yeah. Hold on. Let me tell you about Johnny Tillerson. Let me tell you a little something about Johnny. Yeah. Hold on. Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. Johnny Tillerson, my ex-mother-in-law, went out with him like four or five times. Oh, did she? The, yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. did she? Was it? Was she a groupie, or was this really legit? You know, go out on a real no. date. Oh God, he! I guess he went ham on her. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. But hold on, Jay Man. Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. It's time for an IWS Radio Super Happy Fun Fact. I went to Wikipedia <laughs> after I uh, brought this song up. Ladies and gentlemen, in listening here and abroad, Johnny Tillerson is still alive and will celebrate his 77th birthday. Oh. This Wednesday, April 20th. Well, happy birthday, Johnny, from yeah. all of us at IWS Radio. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. I'll leave that audio on the board, Jamie. And you never like, know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we might, uh, that might become a regular feature. We might just. We might wow our audience with super happy fun facts. We might. In the future. And I'll tell you what, you know what we could wow them with now, J-Man? Oh, boy, what? Well, you know, you played Fergalicious. 
And uh, we got Jesse. Yeah, we got Jesse Ferg in the hizzy. Well, his cousin mm-hmm. Timmy Tibbles. You know, poetry not about rhyming all the time. Sometimes it's about no. prose. It's about prose. Yeah. Ferg's cousin Timmy Tibbles recorded this for us. Prose Destiny with Timmy Tibbles. Sometimes life steps in and gives you something unexpected. It could turn your whole world upside down, change your life in a way you never imagined, take one dream and hand you an even better one, take something that you never thought you could lose, give you something you can't imagine living without, make your life more amazing than you ever dreamed it to be. You just have to step back, take a deep breath, and let it be. What's meant to be is going to happen no matter what. It's called destiny. Why aren't you at well, church? <laughs> <laughs> a very good point there. A very good point. Uh-huh. About, you know, destiny and, and, and whatever sure. is going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, you know, kind of just relax and let life happen to you. That's right. And make it amazing. Make it amazing. That's right. Thanks to Timmy Tibbles for, uh, <clears throat> for oh, yeah. sharing that with us. And as usual, he was uh, Timmy. I contacted him, and uh, he had the audio back to me in like 12 minutes, which freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these people who just get right on things? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <clears throat> but nobody ever had to ask Timmy for his... TPS report. <laughs> he probably send it in on time every day. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> yeah, buddy. Uh, well, you know, he Matt, even told me he even told me he wasn't feeling well, so he might be he uh, might well, not be able not to do it right then. And then, so instead of four minutes, I got it in twelve. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> if he'd been feeling all right, he'd have got it before you even thought of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good job, Timmy right. Tibbles. Excellent. And those phone lines are open for everybody out there just dying to call in and share your poetry or your favorite poem. Yeah. Which is, it doesn't have to be your own. No. You can read one of your favorites from Walt Whitman from to Oscar Wilde to Charles Sure. Oh. Britney Spears. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Britney wrote some poems? I was hoping so. I didn't know it, but I was hoping. <laughs> well, I didn't know that, but I tell you who did, and that's Joshua, because you know he knows these things. Really? You know how much he loves Britney. And it uh, turns out that he has a, a, a poem that Brittany wrote a few years ago. And really? Joshua uh, printed it out, and he's kept it with him because it uh, <laughs> it inspires him every day. Oh. Take it away, Joshua. Hey, here we go. Remembrance of Who I Am by Brittany Spears. The guilt you fed me made me weak. The voodoo you did... I couldn't speak. You're awakening. The phone is ringing. 
resurrection of my soul, the fear I'm bringing. What will you say? What will you do? She's not the same person that you're used to. You trick me once, twice, now it's three. Look who's smiling now. Damn, it's good to be me. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Brittany Brittany's standing strong. She's fierce, Matt. Fierce. She is fierce. Now she's oh, uh, boy. got her show in Vegas. Yeah. Selling out. I'd like to see that. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. She's not roaring like Katy Perry, ho ho ho. But she's fierce. Right, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see old Katy Perry roar. I'd like to make her roar. Not that I could, but, you know. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. <laughs> I would make her go, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Bless your heart. Uh-huh. Nice try. Go away. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, J-Man. Some some poetry is a little more serious. Oh, sure. And it might be short, but it's serious. Kind of what I get all the time. But here's uh-huh. one. And when you do serious poetry, you have to have a Canadian read it. Well, yeah, Canadians yeah. are very serious people. Yes, they are. So let's give a listen to Jamie Maple Leaf reading this. Hi, y'all. Jamie Maple Leaf here. And that man really enjoys making up his own words. But for some reason, it works in this poem titled The Last Cicada. Neat the swirling and purpling haze of autumn. The languid cry of the last cicada weaves a dirge with an orphaned cricket as fields lie barren from stream to thicket. Mm-hmm. There you go. And well-timed as the uh, cicadas are about to uh, make their triumphant I return. I know. It's about to get noisy out there. Uh-huh. Good poem. That was nice. I liked that. Thank you. And another stellar performance by one Jamie Maple Leaf. Beautiful. You know, a lot of... uh, I always get a kick out of poetry sometimes. And I shouldn't laugh at them because they're very serious about it, but they they feel the need to be very dramatic with their poetry. Yes. And... uh, you know, and they, they, they pronounce their words a certain way. And uh, I've always like wondered why. Words. Yeah. Words. Yeah. <laughs> and I always, Sorry, I always kind of chuckle at them, even though I guess I shouldn't because, you know, they're, you know, I don't, I'm not mocking their craft or anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I, I was listening this weekend. Of course, you and I are both big fans of Jewel. 
you know, the oh, yeah. country music pop singer um, yeah. and uh, poet. She has a book yeah. of poetry out. And uh, I, you know, I just thought, well, maybe, maybe she, uh, maybe she did some live poetry, you know, at Deaf Poetry Jam or something like that. And well, she did. Lucky for us. Really? Uh, yep. Lucky for us, I was able to to find a poem. And this is a a love poem. Oh boy. She might mention it to you, but if you don't notice, you know, she never gave the title of it. I don't think. Anyway, <laughs> take it away. Do y'all want a love poem, or do you want a poem about alone, fear, depression, desperation, hope, and grace? <laughs> love poem? Love poem? All right, here it goes. This is a love poem. All right. You sure? All right. I'd like to call you my wild horse and feed you silver sage. I'd like to paint my poems with desert-tongued clay across your back and ride you savagely as the sweet and southern wind through a green and wild Kentucky. I'd like to make you my secret sun, blazing dark and red in the orchards, and I would steal away to watch the way your silver belly bends and bows beneath me. I'd make you my wings in the foothills of Montana, my lover in the oceans of the world, I'd make you my calico children and scatter you across the green memories of home. I'd be your hungry valley and sow your golden fields of wheat in my womb. Thank you. Now, well, I just heard Corky. I, I see Corky. Is really <laughs> yeah, <that> well. One. <laughs> Sorry, Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But you know, she, she, that's a very dramatic presentation, though. Yeah. Uh, Orchard. Yeah, the way she pronounces these words. But. And evidently she uh, has a fix, fixation on the Iron Giant. You know, with all that yeah. silver going on. <laughs> Although I think she did say she'd like to be your hungry valley. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I'd like to chow down in her valley. You know <laughs> exactly. And freaking sharp eye tooth and that great rack. Oh, baby. <laughs> and that great ass and those great legs. Uh, she's really gorgeous. Oh, she's cute as hell. <laughs> oh, she's adorable. I like to turn, go to YouTube and crank up her video. Well, I. I mute the videos, but I play them full the screen. Video, of course. Because <laughs> her music is just, ah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesse Ferg is having Taco Bell. Oh, boy. Oh, I'll tell you what, J-Man. Big doings here at the Bagwine Digs tonight as far as food. Oh, yeah? We're headed to rallies. Tonight, they have a new promotion, a dollar ninety nine double buttery steak burgers. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Ah, yeah. That's straight up porn right there. <laughs> I know. Even though Schmoop teased me with McDonald's the last couple of weeks, uh-huh. she demanded. 
<laughs> buttery steak butter burgers. And she demands butter burgers. But you know what I else I like, Jay Man? What? Just like Ted Cruz, I like green eggs and ham. That Sam I am, that Sam I am. I do not like that Sam I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? I do not like them, Sam I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. Say, I like green eggs and ham. I do. I like them, Sam I am. And I would eat them in a boat. And I would eat them with a goat. And I will eat them in the rain. And in the dark and on a train and in a car and in a tree. They are so good, so good, you see. So I will eat them in a box and I will eat them with a fox. And I will eat them in a house and I will eat them with a mouse. I will eat them here or there. Say, I will eat them anywhere. I do so like green eggs and ham. Thank you, thank you, Sam I am. It's bedtime. Give mommy a hug and a kiss. Brush your teeth, say your prayers. This is Mackenzie Phillips, and when I'm not busy doing heroin and researching my family tree on Incestory.com, I'm listening to I'm With Stupid on Blog Talk Radio. Who's your daddy? Yeah, good old Ted Cruz. Yeah, that was during his filibuster, I think in, what, 2012? Yeah. Reading a little Dr. Good old, Seuss. Yeah, good old Ted, you do not have a constitutional right to stimulate your own genitals. Cruz. That's right. <laughs> because it's bad, bad. <clears throat> and Matt, we have breaking news. Uh oh. John Legend and Chrissy Teigen have welcomed a baby girl into this world. Chrissy Teigen gave birth last night to Luna Simone Stevens. Luna Simone Stevens. Mm-hmm. That's poetry emotion right Simone there. Stevens. Why could why did it have to what, why did it have to be Luna? She could, she could have gone for the uh, the alliteration all the way across. Exactly. It could have been Suna Simone Stevens. Yeah. Something like that. Or I mean, Luna, I'm not I'm not being critical. No, or Luna Lamone, legend. Legend. Could have there been that. Go. Could have been triple L's. Yeah, I mean, not trying to be critical. You know, no. we certainly congratulate them on their uh, birth of their sure. first child. I mean, we've got 3M. Why can't we have 3L? Exactly. Yeah, well, that's what happens when someone from Bagwine, Ohio is involved. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, Luna Simone Stevens. How she's gonna, how's she going to, you know, break that down for a hip-hop nickname? Lucy? Yeah, no, gonna that's gonna not going to work. See? Ah, she's not going to be a, that, with that name. She's going to be a pole dancer for God's sakes. <laughs> Luna and Misty and Stormy and Sunny, mm. all up there on the stage tonight. 
<laughs> yeah. Why do you do this to the, your children, people? Oh, uh, God. Up with that. Unbelievable. <clears throat> well, you know, everybody has a favorite poet or a favorite poem out there. Yes. Even Bobby Kraft has a favorite. I know he does. It is a tradition, unlike any other, yes. for uh, Bobby Kraft to recite this poem whenever he gets the opportunity, whether it's <laughs> on this show or on another show in their poet's corner, or, you know, just maybe he just stands down there on the street corner. And, and I was going to say, even when he's just walking and milling, a bill, milling about. Right. It is uh, The Shoelace by Charles Bukowski. Hey, everybody. Bobby Kraft here to recite my favorite poem for IWS Radio, The Shoelace by Charles Bukowski. A woman, a tire that's flat, a disease, a desire. Fears in front of you, fears that hold so still you can study them like pieces on a chessboard. It's not the large things that send a man to the madhouse. Death he's ready for, or murder, or incest, robbery, fire, flood. No, it's the continuing series of small tragedies that send a man to the madhouse. Not the death of his love, but a shoelace that snaps with no time left. The dread of life is the swarm of trivialities that can kill quicker than cancer and yet are always there. License plates or taxes or expired driver's license or hiring or firing, doing it or having it done to you, or roaches or flies or broken hook on a screen, or out of gas or too much gas, the sink stopped up, the landlord's drunk, the president doesn't care, and the governor's crazy, light switch broken, mattress like a porcupine, $105 for a tune-up carburetor and fuel pump at Sears Roebuck, the phone bill's up and the market's down, and the toilet chain is broken, and the light has burned out, the hall light the front light, the back light, the inner light. It's darker than hell and twice as expensive. Then there's always crabs and ingrown toenails and people who insist they're your friends. There's always that and worse. Leaky faucet, Christ and Christmas. Blue salami, nine-day rains, 50-cent <laughs> avocados, and purple liverwurst or making it as a waitress at Norm's on the split shift, or as an emptier of bedpans, or as a car wash or bus boy, or stealer of old ladies' purses, leaving them screaming on the sidewalks with broken arms at the age of 80. Suddenly, two red lights in your rearview mirror and blood in your underwear, toothache and $979 for a bridge, 300 for a gold tooth, and China and Russia and America and long hair, and short hair, and no hair, and beards, and no faces, and plenty of zigzag, but no pot, except maybe one to piss in, and the other around your gut. With each broken shoelace, out of one hundred broken shoelaces, one man, one woman, one thing, enters a madhouse. So be careful, 
When you bend over the shoelace at Charles Bukowski. Hey everyone, this is Warrior Cat, and you're listening to IWS only on Blog Talk Radio. Mwah! Excellent. Hey, Jamie. Always fun. Always wonderful. <laughs> Always fun. Always exciting. Sorry, I was I was on Twitter uh, unfollowing Chrissy Teigen because it's going to be nothing but damn mommy posts from now on. <laughs> Oh, boy. No. <clears throat> no, I thought I'd be back a little earlier. There. You know, I have to go all the way across the lobby of the studios here to get to the facility. Oh, I know. It's, it's palatial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Charles Bukowski. Now, that was a manly man right there. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes, he is. <laughs> And I look more like him every day. <laughs> <laughs> Including getting pussy at work, which you know he got a lot of. Exactly. <laughs> oh, chicks dig poets. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you know that's kind of a surprise, but it's true, you know. Oh yeah, I they're know. into that. They like it. they like they it love- when you uh, write a little. They why like it when you write a poem for them. Oh hell yeah. And, well, not always, though, J-Man, because um, we have this example. Hi, y'all. Jamie Maple Leaf here. And did you know that Matt Man is a wordsmith? It's true. Just take a listen to his deep-sea thoughts from his poem, Unrequited Love. The tuna swam for miles. In search of his one true soulmate, he trudged and plodded all the while for a chance to boink and procreate. He met her at the sandbar, her eyes and his did lock, but she swished her tail and turned around and said, Sorry, Charlie, I have a haddock. (laughs) Poor Charlie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poetry is quite entertaining sometimes. It is. And um we've got a problem here in the studio, J Man. Corky is up. She's never up. She's uh, usually under the covers. Quiet uh-huh. and asleep. Yeah, well. She's up and demanding attention right now, is she? Yes, she is. It's really annoying. <laughs> Very good job, Jamie As always Always The phone lines are still open Anybody wants to, you know On the uh, Jamie On the Jamie Maple Leaf Reads Hot Poetry Hotline At 661-244 9852. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, people always think that poetry has to just be, you know, all about 
angst and despair and, and all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, you've uh, you've proven it wrong. Right there with <laughs> that one. Oh yeah. But sometimes sometimes it is pretty serious. <laughs> is it really? Who is uh who's your favorite president of all time? Abraham Lincoln, mine too. You know, <laughs> Just yeah, this, mine too, I guess. this last week, <laughs> this last week was the uh, 151st anniversary of the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. And really? Yeah, Walt Whitman wrote a poem about Lincoln after he was was murdered. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was read uh, by Thomas O'Bedlam. That can't be his real name. But anyway, <laughs> here we go with O Captain, My Captain. Oh, Captain, My Captain, by Walt Whitman. Oh, Captain, my Captain, our fearful trip has done. The ship has weathered every rack. The prize we sought is won. The port is near, the bells I hear, the people all exulting, while follow eyes the steady keel, the vessel grim and daring. But, oh, heart, 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 oh, the bleeding drops of red, where on the deck my captain lies, fallen, cold, and dead. O oh, captain, my captain, rise up and hear the bells. Rise up, for you the flag is flung, for you the bugle trills, for you the bouquets and ribbon wreaths, for you the shores are crowding, for you they call the swaying mass, their eager faces turning. Here, captain, dear father, this arm beneath your head, it is some dream that on the deck you've fallen cold and dead. My captain does not answer. His lips are pale and still. My father does not feel my arm. He has no pulse, no will. The ship is anchored safe and sound. Its voyage closed and done. From fearful trip the victor ship comes in with object one. Exult, O shores, and ring, O bells. But I, with mournful tread, walk the deck my captain lies, fallen, cold, and dead. There you go. Yep. Beautiful. Yep. Walt Walt Whitman was pretty good. (laughs) He was not bad. Pretty decent poet. No jewel, but yeah. No, he's no jewel. (laughs) But you know who is J Man? Who? Tammy Tibbles. Of course. And she wrote a poem before her demise at the hands of ISIS. And my (laughs) God, it moves me. Poetry and such with Paul Pyatt. Gentle and heartfelt greetings to all of you discerning drinkers of the warm and aromatic coffee of life that is IWS Radio. Renowned poet and IWS literary editor Paul Pyatt here, bringing you some of today's finest in the world of poetry, prose, and people. Today, during our journey along the solid boulevard of words made magical and life's pentameters made iambic. 
I offer unto you a poem by American poet and internet inspirationalist, IWS Radio's very own Tammy Tibbles, from her 2013 book, Regaling in Repetition. Here is Amazing. Turn that frown upside down. <laughs> Don't be glum or blue. Rise and shine with a sunny smile. Your amazing rises with you. Make your day, make your way. Don't fuss with your messy bed. An untidy house can wait for now. Your amazing waits in your head. Chase your dreams, sing and scream. Let the world hear you roar. Wear a cape. And grab the bull by the horns. You're amazing. Like a Toreador. When your day is done, and down goes the sun, head to bed with a glass of wine. Caress yourself like a China doll. You're amazing. Loves you long time. Amazing. <laughs> by Tammy Tibbles. And for now, as I... Travel the road less traveled. Bye bye. You're listening to I'm with Stupid on the BTR Network. Nice. Yeah, that's an amazing woman right there. I'm sorry we lost her. Amazing. Yeah. That was a dark day. We still have her in spirit And we of course have Ferg's first cousin Around Timmy Yeah Yeah. Ma Tibbles is still wandering around somewhere Every once in a while maybe (laughs) (laughs) Join in Uh Yeah You know I remembered Uh I don't know when it was, a couple years ago, three years ago, whenever, when we did a uh, poetry show like this one. And uh, uh-huh. I then decided I, I then decided that I would uh, make all my rhyme, my tweets rhyme for the rest <laughs> yeah, of the day. I boy, remember that. Boy, did that get old in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... So, so I don't think I'll be doing that again today. That's a good, that's a good decision right there. Yeah. Although I guess it would be a pretty good shtick to have a, uh, a Twitter account that just posted nothing but Nipsey Russell type rhymes. <laughs> yes. I wonder if there is a Nipsey Russell Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, there probably is. I'm sure there is. Yeah, probably some, some white dude somewhere in middle America. <laughs> yes. And if you have a, a Nipsey, Nipsey Russell, Russell account, you can always <laughs> call in at 661-244-9852 on the Nipsey Russell Hotline that adores you. See, see what I did there, J-Man? Uh huh. Uh huh. It rhymed. 
just like on match game. I'll tell you what, Jamie, or J-Man, I was thinking of Jamie. Um, well, Jamie, like all? a lot of people. Huh? Well, aren't we all usually thinking of Jamie? Oh, uh, yeah. And you've been called many worse things than that. Probably the best thing you were ever called. Probably so. Jamie, I sent Jamie a poem by my dad. And she was very uncertain whether she could do it justice because some people have problems reading poetry. They're not familiar with it. They think mm-hmm. it's foreign. Yet they yeah. want to do a good job. They don't know what well, the rhythm of it should be. Exactly. However, the lovely Miss Jamie Maple Leaf recorded this for us. Hi y'all, Jamie Maple Leaf here with a poem by Matt Man's dad, Jack Mahoney. Here is In Closing. I think if I should have to go before the things I want to tell you have been said, I would not be at rest eternally, but must awake and seek your soul instead. And then if you would smile into my eyes and say, I know, for it was so with me, my happy dust would mingle with the earth as the endless rivers flow into the sea. Nice. That really is nice. Yeah. He was pretty good. Your dad was pretty good. Huh? Your dad was pretty good. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) And thank you. (laughs) And so was Jamie's recording. It was fine. Yes, she did a great job of it. And I'll tell you what, this is funny. And we have another Jack Mahoney poem in the wind. Yes, we do. That. Did you want me to play it now? Whenever you feel the uh, the urge. I'll tell you what. Jack Mahoney, good old Irish American. Mm-hmm. He was married 52 years to the same woman. My mom. Fortunately. (laughs) (laughs) And um, my brother Steve read this poem at our wedding, as you know, J-Man. I know. I was there. And, um, but before that, we had a recording of the old Schmoopster reading his poem to his wife called To Marianne. And it goes exactly like this come take my hand and walk with me the pilgrim paths that used to be when each new day was bright and bold and all our dreams were cast in gold on stepping stones we'd ford the brook with clear white wine in one good book my knowing heart would follow there your mud-cake shoes and wind-blown hair. But now the paths are washed away, the streams entombed in tiles of clay. 
Love's old sweet songs have all been sung. The world's grown old, but we've stayed young. We'll find new paths, somehow, somewhere. You seek them out. I'll follow there. That's beautiful. Yeah. Here's the thing, J-Man. Mm-hmm. And Smoop and I talked about this this week. When I sent... You analyzed in, this? <laughs> oh, yeah. When I sent in closing to Jamie, she said, I hope I do, I hope I do it justice. It almost made me cry. And if you listen to Smoop reading to Marianne, her voice does falter. Jack mm-hmm. Mahoney was good with the ladies. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, you know, he was married for 52 years, but, you know, he wrote these poems just to let you know that he still had it. <laughs> he still he had it, it, all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, then. There we have. Here we go. Yeah. I guess that's it, except for that. So, how are you, Jamie? I'm good. Putting on hand lotion right now. Ooh. <laughs> oh, what time is it, Jamie? Oh, come on. <laughs> 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 No hand lotion. <laughs> Trying to protect herself. <laughs> and if you just put hand lotion on, you can always call in on the uh, <laughs> hand lotion hotline at 661-244-9852. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing how many people write poetry but they don't want to uh, share it with anyone. Yes. Well, what's up with that? I know it's all very like personal it. usually, but, sure. uh, you know. And I know, sure. you know, people are judgmental, but we're not. No. This is like no judgment-free zone here at IWS Radio. My God, we played poems by Britney Spears and songs by Johnny Tillerson. For God's sakes, you know we're not judgmental. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear? Uh, did you hear Drew work this line in? My wife jokes with me that I, I'm like a salt lick, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> a big salt lick. Yes, I did. I actually did. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's clever that way. I mean, he doesn't have any talent, but he's clever like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh huh. I think I'm going to play Ted Cruz reading. 
green eggs and ham on a loop all day today <laughs> and drop some acid. <laughs> well, we offered up, you know, we put it on Facebook, call in with your favorite poems, and we, I, we thought well, we had a little hook, you know. Thought we had Tammy, one hook, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, couldn't do it. Yeah, you know, you know we told would. her, you know, she... She asked if it was going to be only silly ones or we could do something serious and tried to convince her. It would be serious there. We played some serious poetry today. That was the good stuff we we played. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We tried. Yeah, well, what can you do? Oh, boy. Here's some more breaking news, Matt. Oh, boy. breaking news. <laughs> Eventually breaking news. <laughs> Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf. Is that his real name? Thomas Wolf? Really? Thomas Wolf, the governor? Yeah. Anyway, Tom, Pennsylvania <laughs> Governor Tom Wolf has signed a bill legalizing medical marijuana in the Keystone Ooh. State. So, so blaze up, folks, with chronic arthritis <laughs> it's legal now <laughs> that's right oh they're going to do the same thing in ohio this year too is it are they going to go just le- uh medical or are they just going to legalize it period um the yeah the legislature they're going to legalize mar- uh medical marijuana this year yeah hoping to uh head off the outright legalization Exactly. Probably, yeah. Good luck with that. Because um, all the regular dope dope smokers, they want to do this to them. You guys have basically duct taped my mouth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well, we're not even going to do that much in our... No. No, that'd be crazy. You know, so there's two things yeah. that would happen. If you legalize medical marijuana, you would have, uh, you know, 12-year-olds getting pot because, <laughs> yeah, oh, because yeah. they can't now. Because they can't now. No. And no. the other thing you would have is you would have people <laughs> who are suffering, and I mean suffering horribly from chronic disease, maybe getting a little bit of relief. And that's the mm-hmm. last damn thing we want is to help people. And make their lives exactly. better. And you got cancer <laughs> patients who um, and don't cancer eat patients. because of chemo yeah. and everything. And then, then marijuana yeah. helps them to eat, but you don't want to do that. Right, because they might be healthy and happy. <laughs> exactly. Feel better. Maybe they won't be in so much fucking pain all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I might do later today after we go to out and... Matt. <laughs> After uh, Schmoop and I get back from getting our buttery steak burgers and a 30-pack from the beer mine, I'm going to bring up Reefer Madness on YouTube, (laughs) and we'll watch that. Every word of it's true. (laughs) Oh, I know. It'll bring bring me back to reality, and I'll think marijuana is bad. 
it. <clears throat> Every word of it's true. Just ask Ted Cruz yeah. and Hillary Clinton. Yeah, marijuana's a lot worse than alcohol. Sure. Okay, oh, maybe God. it's the same thing, but okay, maybe. <laughs> Most pot smokers I know just sit at home and eat Cheetos when they're done. They don't, <laughs> don't go out anybody. on the street. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, but God. how would you like to go in and have a doctor performing surgery on you who was smoking pot the night before? Wouldn't you prefer he had just been throwing back <laughs> a gallon of alcohol instead? <laughs> gallon of Crown <laughs> Royal. Well, because he's exactly. a doctor, he could afford that. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be better. Yeah, much better. Sure. A whole <laughs> whole jug of uh, red wine. <laughs> yeah. No problem there. No, that's different. Or your pilot sitting at a bar for two hours before <laughs> time to go to the airport. Not a problem. No. Oh, and J Man. Oh God. Let me find this again. I gotta find out where it is. Oh dear. Hang on to your britches, boys and girls. <laughs> it's time for an IWS radio super happy fun fact. I just wanted to bring this up again. We mentioned it earlier, but J-Man and I will be off next week. Yes, we will. No show. There will be no IWS radio on the 24th. We'll be back on uh, March 1. May 1. May 1, same thing. Assuming, (laughs) you know, assuming nothing happens. Unless we're going back in time. (laughs) Once we build a time machine, then we'll yeah. we'll be back on May the first on May Day. On May Day, we may title the show. You say you want a revolution? Uh huh. <laughs> there you go. Or we could title it J Man May Day. Hey, hey, day. Hey, hey, it's May Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hey, hey. (laughs) I must must need a break from the pressure. Oh, yeah. Being international internet radio stars. Uh Uh-huh. And I tell you what, the uh, extended long-range forecast for the greater Redneckville metropolitan area next Saturday and Sunday is sunny and 84 degrees. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, baby. That's right. Yep. I got big plans. Oh, I'm sure you do. Big plans. Thinking of, well, you know, we talked about it last week, you know, flying to to Helsinki and <laughs> renting a car and finding uh, finding Maru. Yeah, up at her new uh, Heavenly Senses yeah. store and 
walk through the door and saying, Hey, hey. (laughs) Oh, and at least one good thing, J-Man. Bulgarian babe got her mug. We have proof. She did. We have visual proof of that. All right, then. That was nice. Bulgarian babe posted a a picture of a scantily clad young lady who was on her way to the prom. And (laughs) I thought thought things got very judgmental of that sweet girl. (laughs) I just... You know, I, I mean, look, I'm sure she's she, a really good student. She wouldn't have been okay. She looked very nice there. and very studious. Very studious, yeah. Semi-clothed. <laughs> yeah, but how do we really know that was on? She was on the way to prom. That could have been her wedding picture. <laughs> that could have been. She could have been on her way to Nana's funeral, even. Who knows? Yes. <laughs> that could be her Sunday go to meeting clothes right there. That's right. <laughs> oh, it's two minutes and 20 seconds. we got to wrap this up. All right, then. Well, let's get to the end song. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, we're last 15 minutes. Whew. Anyway, <laughs> J-Man, you're going to be proud of me. Well, maybe not. I, I'm always but, proud um, of you, Matt. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, Only the power of IWS Radio could bring together Nine Inch Nails, Johnny Cash, and Dylan Thomas. Of course. So here we go. Let's walk you out with this one. Here's a song that from IWS Radio Productions. Do not go gentle into that good night Old age should burn and rave at close of day Rage, rage against the dying of the light Though wise men at their end know dark is right Because their words had forked no lightning They do not go gentle into that good night Good men the last wave by Crying how bright their frail deeds might have danced in a green bay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. Wild men who caught and sang the sun in flight and learned too late they grieved it on its way. Do not go gentle into that good night. Brave men near death who see with blinding sight Blind eyes could blaze like meteors and be gay. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And you, my father, there on the sad height, curse, bless me now with your fierce tears, I pray. Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage. Rage against the dying of the light. That was nice. That was 
Nine Inch Nails and Johnny Cash and Dylan Thomas. Yep. Good combo there. Mm-hmm. Good triduum, triumvirate, yeah. trio, all good words. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then. We made it. We did we pretty good for about 45 minutes there, or an hour 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I thought we, mm-hmm. God, we had so many audios. Yeah. We started early on them, which is good. Usually we start late and we have to cram them in. Yeah, we need to start those early. Keep the audience interested so they don't have to right. listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, then. All right, J-Man. Well... You uh you have a uh, an excellent rest of the day with you and Schmoop there at the digs. And the buttery steak burgers. And the buttery steak burgers and corky. What are you having tonight? Full of energy. I still got beans. Oh. I those beans. Okay. Got leftover beans. All right then. All right. Well, I'll see you in two weeks. Well, you know. Yeah. On the well, air. Right. Thanks to everybody who listened and keeps yep. listening and, and listens thanks, again. And thanks, Jamie, for all your help. And, and thanks to uh, Jesse, Ferg. Jesse Ferg. Yep. Yep. Dixie Ozark and Bobby and Guy yep. and Joshua and Paul Pyatt and the whole gang. And Timmy and Tammy. Timmy and Tammy Tibbles. Yep. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later, J-Man. <laughs> All right.